Again, welcome to day 340 of I Read the Whole Bible Every Year. Welcome to the community. I thank you so much for joining us. As you know, we read from the King James Version Bible, so please get your Bible and let's read along, whatever version it may be. But we are reading from the KJV on this 340th day. Only 25 more days to the 25th of December. And God has been faithful as we have gone along this journey. Coming to the close of 2021. We'll be reading today from chapter 15, 16 of 1 Corinthians. And then ending on 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Let's pray. Father, we just praise you and thank you for this 340th day, a day that we've never seen before and a day that we will never see again. You are faithful and you are true, and we trust you with every detail of our lives and praise you that you've given us this holy writ to live thereby. Therefore, I pray as we read these words this day that we will see you more clearly follow you more nearly, and love you more dearly. These three things I pray in your son's Jesus name. Amen and hallelujah. Just a little commentary on our passage of scriptures before we begin to read. 1 Corinthians 15 and 16. As you know, these are uh, pastoral letters, a pastoral letter that um Paul wrote to the church of Corinth and um, he's about finishing up his discussion with them. And in that discussion, uh, he brings love but firmness in his teaching until he gets to 1 Corinthians and has to really, 2 Corinthians and has to really break things down to him. But in 1 Corinthians 15, is the crux of the gospel, talking about the resurrection of Jesus and our own resurrection. Because he resurrected, we resurrect too. How powerful. In this 1 Corinthians 15, it tells us about the truth of Jesus' resurrection and the relevance of it. Why? Why was it necessary? We'll read that, why it was so necessary that the resurrection take place. Because if there be no resurrection, there be no salvation. It's all for naught, you know. But we'll find out as we read more into the text. Into the text of 1 Corinthians 15, 2, we read about the nature of the resurrected body. Yes, it goes down mortal, raises up immortal. Powerful, powerful. In the next chapter, 1 Corinthians 16, it's a collection that's been taken up for the church in Jerusalem. And we'll talk about that and read about that. And finally, at the conclusion of the whole matter. Moving on to 2 Corinthians 1, we see how God is a God of all comfort. In the midst of Paul's trouble in Asia, I mean, he had all kinds of trouble in Asia. I mean, he had 39 stripes just to say a few things that has happened to him. And in the end, Paul has to defend his ministry to his church. Does that sound familiar with you pastors out there? Well, we're going to read that and go forth in that. Let's begin to read. Again, 1 
Corinthians 15. Don't you love to hear the pages of the Bible turning? 1 Corinthians 15. I love to hear the sound of the pages of God's Word turning. Let's begin to read, as I say. Mo Alpha, brethren, I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, which also ye have received, wherein ye stand, but which also ye are saved, and if ye keep in memory what I preach unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you, first of all, that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and he rose again the third day according to the scriptures, and that he was seen of Cephas, then of the twelve. After that he was seen above five hundred brethren at once, of whom the greater part remain unto this present, but some are falling asleep. After that he was seen of James and of all the apostles. And last of all, he was seen of me also, as of one born of due time. For I am the least of the apostles that am not meet to be called an apostle, because I persecuted the church of God. But by the grace of God, I am what I am. And his grace which was bestowed upon me was not in vain. But I labored more abundantly than they all, yet not I, but the grace of God which was with me. Therefore, whether it were I or they, so we preach, and so ye believed. Now if Christ be preached that he rose from the dead, how say some among you that there is no resurrection of the dead? But if there be no resurrection of the dead, then is Christ not risen? And if Christ be not risen, then is our preaching vain, and your faith is also vain? Yea, and we are found false witnesses of God, because we have testified of God that he raised up Christ, whom he raised not up, if so be that the dead rise not. For the dead rise not, then is not Christ raised? And if Christ be not raised, your faith is vain. Ye are yet in your sins." Then they also, which have fallen asleep in Christ, are perished. If in this life only we have hope in Christ, we are all of all men most miserable. But now is Christ risen from the dead and become the first fruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. But every man in his own order, Christ the firstfruits, afterward they that are Christ at his coming. Then cometh the end, when he shall have delivered up the kingdom to God, even the Father, when he shall have put down all rule and all authority and power. For he must reign till he hath put all enemies under his feet. The last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. For he hath put all things under his feet. But when he saith all things are put under him, it is manifest that he is accepted, which did put all things under him. 
And when all things shall be subdued unto him, then shall the Son also himself be subject unto him, that put all things under him, that God may be all in all. Else what shall they do which are baptized for the dead, if the dead rise not at all? Why are they then baptized for the dead? And why stand we in jeopardy every hour? I protest by your rejoicings which I have in Christ Jesus our Lord. I die daily. If after the man of men I have fought with beasts at Ephesus, what avenges it to me if the dead rise not? Let us eat and drink for tomorrow we die. Be not deceived. Evil communications corrupt good manners. Awake to righteousness and sin not. For some have not the knowledge of God. I speak this to your shame. But some men will say, How are the dead raised? And with what body do they come? Thou fool, that which thou sawest is not quickened except it die. And that which thou sawest, thou sawest not that body that shall be but bear grain, it may chance of wheat or some other grain. But God giveth it a body as it hath pleased him, and to every seed his own body. All flesh is not the same flesh, for there is one kind of flesh of men, another flesh of beasts, another of fishes, and another of birds. There are also celestial bodies and bodies terrestrial. But the glory of the celestial is one, and the glory of the terrestrial is another. There is one glory of the sun, another glory of the moon, another glory of the stars, for one star different from another star in glory. So also is the resurrection of the dead. It is sown in corruption. It is raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor and is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness it is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. There is a natural body and there is a spiritual body. And so it is written. The first man, Adam, was made a living soul. The last man, Adam, was made a quickening spirit. Howbeit, that was not first which is spiritual, but that which is natural and afterward that which is spiritual. The first man is of the earth, earthy. The second man is the Lord from heaven. As is the earthy, such are they also that are earthy. And as is the heavenly, such are they also that are heavenly. As we have borne the image of the earthy, we shall also bear the image of the heavenly. Now this I say, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, neither doth corruption inherit incorruption. Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed. In a moment, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trump, for the trumpet shall sound, and the dead shall be raised incorruptible, and we shall be changed. For this corruptible must put on incorruption, and this mortal must put on immortality. So when this corruptible shall have put on incorruption, and this mortal shall have put on immortality, then shall be brought to pass the saying that is written, 
Death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is thy sting? O grave, where is thy victory? The sting of death is sin, and the strength of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, which gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be ye steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, for as much as you know that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 16. Now concerning the collection for the saints, as I have given order to the churches of Galatia, even so do ye. Upon the first day of the week, let every one of you lay by him in store, as God hath prospered him, and there be no gatherings when I come. And when I come, whomsoever ye shall approve by your letters, then will I send to bring your liberality unto Jerusalem. And if it be me that I go also, then shall go with me. Now I will come unto you, when I shall pass through Macedonia, where I do pass through Macedonia. And it may be that I will abide, yea, and winter with you, that ye may bring me on my journey whatsoever I go. But I will not see you now, by the way, but I trust to tarry a while with you, if the Lord permit. But I will tarry at Ephesus until Pentecost. For a great door and effectual is open unto me, and there are many adversaries. Now if Timotheus come, see that he may be with you without fear, for he worketh the work of the Lord, as I also do. Let no man therefore despise him, but conduct him forth in peace, that he may come unto me, for I look for him with the brethren. As touching our brother Apollos, I greatly desired him to come unto you with the brethren, but this will not be at all to come at this time, but he will come when he shall have a convenient time. Watch ye, stand fast in faith, quick you like men, be strong. Let all your things be done with charity. Let all your things be done with charity. I beseech you, brethren, ye know the house of Stephanas, that it is the first fruits of Archaea, and they have they have addicted themselves to the ministry of the saints, that ye submit yourselves unto such, and to every one that helpeth with us and laboreth. I am glad of the coming of Stephanas, and Fortunatus, and Archaicus, for that which was lacking on your part they have supplied. For they have refreshed my spirit and yours, therefore Acknowledge ye them that they are such. The churches of Asia salute you. Aquila and Priscilla salute you much in the Lord with the church that is in their house. All the brethren greet you. Greet ye one another with an holy kiss. The salutation of me, Paul, with my own hand. If any man love not the Lord Jesus Christ, let him be anathema, Maranatha, the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you. My love be with you all in Christ Jesus. Amen. First Corinthians 
the ending of 1 Corinthians 15 and 16. Now to 2 Corinthians. Yes, the second epistle Paul the Apostles to the Corinthians. He's continuing his pastoral letter as a pastor. He's ministering truth to his church family. And they had gifts, but they were... The Corinthian church was off the chain. They were doing some of everything. <laughs> oh, my. He had to come and straight the record straight. And we're grateful that they did do that so that Paul could really write out of his heart instructions for us in ministry, in the church, in, the, in our local churches. And so it is powerful in the body of Christ. First Corinthians, as we've completed, now Second Corinthians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God and Timothy, our brother, unto the church of God, which is at Corinth, with all the saints which are in all Achaia, grace be to you, and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be God, even the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies, and the God of all comfort, who comfort us in all our tribulations, that we may be able to comfort them which are in any trouble by the comfort wherewith we ourselves are comforted of God. For as the sufferings of Christ abound in us, so our consolation also aboundeth by Christ. And whether we be afflicted, it is for your consolation and salvation, which is effectual in the enduring of the same sufferings which we also suffer, or whether we be comforted, it is for your consolation and salvation. And I hope of you is steadfast, knowing that as ye are partakers of the sufferings, so shall ye be also of the consolation. For we were not brethren, have you ignorant of our trouble which came to us in Asia, that we were pressed out of measure above strength insomuch that we despaired even of life? But we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God which raiseth the dead, who delivered us from so great a death, and doth deliver in whom we trust that he will yet deliver us. Ye also happen together by prayer for us, that for the gift bestowed upon us by the means of many persons, things may be given by many on our behalf. For our rejoicing is this, the testimony of our conscience, that in simplicity and godly sincerity, not with fleshly wisdom, but by the grace of God, we have had our conversation in the world and more abundantly to you, Lord. For we write none other things unto you than what ye read or acknowledge, and I trust ye shall acknowledge even to the end. As also ye have acknowledged us in part, that we are your rejoicing, even as ye also are ours in the day of the Lord Jesus. And in this confidence, I was minded to come unto you before that ye might have a second benefit and to pass by you into Macedonia and to come again out of Macedonia unto you and of you to be brought on by way towards Judea. When I therefore was thus minded, 
Did I use likeness? Are the things that I purpose, do I purpose according to the flesh, that with me there should be yea, yea, and nay, nay? But as God is true, our work towards you is not yea and nay. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, who was preached among you by us, even by me and Silvanus and Timotheus, was not yea and nay, but in him was yea. For all the promises of God in him are yea, and in him amen, unto the glory of God by us. Now we, which establish us with you in Christ, hath anointed us is God, who hath also sealed us, and given the earnest of the Spirit in our hearts. Moreover, I call God for a record upon my soul, that to spare you I came not as yet unto Corinth. Finally, verse 24, not for that which we have dominion over your faith, but our helpers of your joy, for by faith ye stand. Father, we just praise you and thank you for the reading of day 340, 25 days left until we celebrate your son's birthday. The risen Savior, the resurrected Lord, Thank you for the resurrection. Ooh, thank you. We're grateful. Thank you again for the reading of this Holy Script. Day 340, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 16, and 2 Corinthians chapter 1. To God be praised that we hear and we and be blessed in our deeds. In Jesus' name, amen and hallelujah.